The show is brought to you by Betterment. Amanda, in terms of buying a pastry, yes. what's the most important pastry thing? Is it kid's birthday or is it, I don't know, some religious holiday? Like when is oh. the pressure most high mm. for, and you love pastry. Well, I'm a pastry. big pastry person, so I may be going to say something you weren't expecting, but when I'm on vacation for myself. If I only have four days in Paris, I have to make sure I'm having... That is when the stakes are highest. That's the so, highest stakes because I'm only there for a certain amount of time. I spent money to get there. They have the best pastries in the universe. That's it. So... Forget the kid's birthday. In that situation, Whatever. you really wouldn't want mediocre. I don't want mediocre. If you don't want to mess around with a pastry, you definitely don't want to mess around with your personal investing. No, I don't want a mediocre financial advisor. So I would, I would advise you to check out Betterment because they use cutting-edge technology to build personalized portfolios and help you make more from your investments. Uh, investing obviously involves risk. But our listeners can get up to one year managed by Betterment for free. For information, visit Betterment.com slash eat. Betterment is the smart way to manage your money. Don't screw up your pastries and don't screw up your dollars. Exactly. Man included, it is time for the Eater Upsell, which is the podcast that we uh, slave to put together every week. Daniel Janine, it's the best part of my week. So I, I think it's a just pure pleasure. Can I tell you that sometimes like when I find myself really annoying, I always think like, oh, Amanda's going to be so done. Like I'm just going to show up to work the next day and Amanda's <laughs> going to be like, so Dan, like we don't, we, we have to kill the show. We just don't need to do this anymore. <laughs> I'm always so I mean, surprised. The thought has crossed my mind. <laughs> no, no. It, it is, it is fun. I was talking to someone else in media who does podcasts and he was like, you got to do it though, right? You got to do it. Yeah. For strategic reasons. And I was like, no. Like, <laughs> for what? Like, no one listens to these things. We have listeners. No, we have a lot yeah. of listeners and we love every one of you. But it's definitely, we do this out of passion, not because um, it's really a huge audience driver or moneymaker for Vox Media. I will admit that it is not a moneymaker. Yeah. Other than that, you're not going to catch me on anything. Okay, great. Anyway. Uh, so this is a very special episode because Dan went rogue. <laughs> And is trying something completely new. And if it succeeds, maybe we'll do more of it. Yeah. Dan, explain. Yeah, so I'm going to get into it in the episode. But basically, I brought these two comedians on who I saw out. And I thought they were hilarious. And I, they like food. So I thought, let's bring some comedians to a fun restaurant. And then immediately shuffle back to the studio and see if we can have comedians. It's like comedians in cars getting coffee. Except, Except minus Jerry Seinfeld and cars. Yeah, minus the cars. And the coffee. Yeah, we no one had coffee. But food and but, comedians. So. When Dan pitched this, I said, this is either going to go really badly or it might be funny. Yeah, and? Funny. I think it was funny. Yeah. But please write us at upsellateater.com to tell us what you think. Uh, if you like the show, tweet it out. Give mm -hmm. it to a friend. Take a screenshot of the Apple thing and put it on Instagram. I've seen that before. That's Especially fun. if you have one of those swipe up things. Ooh, yeah. Do you have a swipe up, Amanda? I don't think so. I think you have to be verified. You're not verified? I. It takes, like, I have to fill out a spreadsheet and you send all, it to somebody. You, all you have to do is ask. You just haven't asked for it. Okay, I'll do that. I don't know. Like, what's the point? Swipe up. Swipe the up. Swipe up. Okay. Everyone, that's the funny, everyone who gets verified always says that they just did it for the swipe up, not for, like, the blue check and the extra swag. Yeah, I definitely don't need a blue check. Oh, so you're one of those people who's like, I would just do it for the swipe up. Yeah, which is why I'll just <laughs> never do it. <laughs> awesome. Well, enjoy the episode. I saw a show 
couple weeks ago and thought, and I saw your show, the Unofficial Expert podcast, and thought that it was one of the best things, one of the, the hardest, like the best shows I've seen, especially live podcasts, because usually those things suck. So. Ooh, thank you for being honest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can we introduce you guys? Yeah. Sydney, your pants are all the way unzipped. <laughs> I unzipped my pants from dinner. It was a great dinner. That's Sydney Washington. Her pants are unzipped. Uh, I'm quite full. She has on a sheer top with a sheer bra. <laughs> Shout out to Eater. I'll, I'll intro Sydney. Sydney will intro me. Okay. Perfect. Uh, Sydney uh, Elizabeth Washington. She's a comedian, uh, born and raised in New York. Spent some time in Oakland for some reason. Something weird. Uh, that's where she learned how to not read. Anyway, she performs all over New York. She is the co-host of the podcast, The Unofficial Expert. Available on uh, iTunes, Spotify, literally anything, anywhere. Hello, I'm Sydney. Yes. Thank you so much. Uh, and our next guest is also a great New Yorker. Uh, she has a backyard. Mm. She has a mother and a father yes. that are still together. Uh, she has all her teeth. She was just on Comedy Central Showcase. Mm. Uh, she is a sister, a friend, a homie lover. Uh, she is... Also the co-host of the Unofficial Expert Podcast. Wow. Give it up for Marie Faustin. Thank you so much. So glad to be here. Yeah. And then we have Dan. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got good old Dan. Dan. So I started listening to your show, and I heard you guys talk about food, and I thought that that was also awesome and hilarious. I think you talked about a sliced avocado, which, uh, or sliced or diced avocado. Which yes. we yeah, yeah. yeah, we had a whole conversation about that. Uh-huh. Yeah, see I did my research. Okay. Yeah, did. Anyway, so I thought, like, what if you guys talked about food for a whole for a whole show? We love food. What if we go eat at a fun New York restaurant and then just talk about it? A really eatery restaurant. So yeah. we went we just went to Frenchette. I the, the way I thought we were gonna do this is I was gonna sit in the booth mm -hmm. and then just like you know, maybe pass some notes along, but let you run wild talking about this this dinner we had. And you no, guys Dan, are... you were in the dinner, so we have to have you in the podcast. The dinner was quite lovely. I've never been to Frenchette, and as soon as we walked in, I loved the ambiance. I love, really? yeah, I love the ambiance. <laughs> you, what did you love about the ambiance, sis? I love the lighting. I hate a restaurant that's that's too bright. Since they dimmed the light at six thirteen, exactly. That's why I was like, yes, this is the perfect time. But when it you walked need in, to be did bright. you like the lighting? I did. Even I though it was brighter. It was brighter. It was brighter, but it still wasn't bright. Yeah. It still had a little like, oh, it, we're it wasn't going fluorescent. into yeah, we're going into date night soon. And so you walk in, and the host was nice. Let's take, take let's take a step back. Let's let's leave. We're outside the restaurant. <laughs> the door stuck immediately as I was pulling it. It made me look very weak, uh, you know. And she works out sometimes. She is me. And uh, you know, I went for a run today, and I felt like you know what? I got some muscles back. And the door was stuck. So two stars for the door. <laughs> well, because I'm, uh, you know, so wonderful, somebody was holding the door for me, so I didn't have to do any yeah, of that. Yeah, that was me, dude. <laughs> I was holding the door for you. But anyway, we walk in, we get a table, the table's great. As soon as we sit down, Sydney doesn't even say thank you for the seat, she just goes, lobster. And <laughs> Dan and I are like, well, I mean, lobster's one of these things that, like, I feel like it's a lot of work for, like, not enough food. Or yeah. So, yeah, I agree but with, with lobster, but we should intro... The restaurant Frenchette is sits atop all of Eater's like current Manhattan heat maps. It's it's as I guess it's it's one of the trendier restaurants in the city. It's in Tribeca. They are obviously French food. 
um, kind of in the Keith McNally style, very conscious of their decor. And it's like a, it's meant to be a, a time capsule of a restaurant bring you to, you Where's know, 1960s Paris. What Keith McNally is uh, Manetta Tavern, same guy. Oh, yeah. and you've also, we've also been to that restaurant as well. Yeah. I didn't pull out my card, but yeah, it was. Did the, you pull out your tits? No, I, no, no, I did not. <laughs> you the pulled food, something else's. <laughs> it was delicious there. I had the Brenzino. It was amazing. I love Brenzino. Someone told me that you should not order fish on a Monday or Tuesday. That's the thing that people will say a lot about sushi restaurants because they'll say like they haven't gotten their their shipments because the weekend it's, or something from the weekend. Yeah, right. So you you do you agree or don't agree? Well, that. It kind of gets back to this idea that fish has to be as fresh as possible, and uh, yeah, good sushi it, restaurants <laughs> will let their tuna sit a couple weeks. A couple longer. weeks? Mm. Yeah, yeah, because it's not, mm-hmm. well, This is why I, I'm constantly getting sick. I haven't, <laughs> because you eat in places with bees in the window. <laughs> I've never gotten food poison. Is there a wood that I could knock on? That, that little teak thing over there? Um, <laughs> I've never gotten food poisoning in my life, but I don't eat anywhere. You can't eat everybody's food. Right. And I'm not eating fish that's been sitting for six weeks. But luckily, we were at Frenchette. Frenchette. And, and, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they had so many great options. Uh, we had oysters. We did have oysters. Those were quite nice. How'd you feel about that, Marie? The oysters. You're not really an oysters kind of gal. Well, I mean, it's like they, they're like grayish, and like it looks kind of <laughs> like. Like some, like you know, when you're talking to somebody and their nose is running and they don't, they don't feel yes, that like nose, the, no, the moist <laughs> nose boogers, and you're talking to them and trying not to look at it. That's what oysters look like to me. Like the nose, just like my Baba said, I got what you got. Like that's what that looks like. <laughs> and it's like this is an aphrodisiac. I'm supposed to want to sit on somebody after eating this. <laughs> yes, but that's why you got to put the accoutrements on it. That's why you got to put the things on top of it to make it look more appetizing. And to make it look better? Yeah. Who who cracked an oyster open <laughs> one day and was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm trying to bang right now. That looks like, a, like, who was the person that cracked it open? Because it's not cooked. You sign, It's on ice. You're eating it, and you're you're not chewing it. You're just slurping it. You slurp it. That's sexy. Slurping? Okay. It's a sound. It's great. Let's, let's, talk, let's, let's talk about slurping. How, how, what other <laughs> foods do you slurp? <laughs> Slurpees. No, but like when you're eating like spaghetti, do you like that? If there's a piece, do you like <laughs> till the piece goes? I do do that. I'm very, very lady in the tramp. Yeah, so you're a dog. Shut up. You're a dog that kisses other dogs. I love so I love the oysters. Those were quite delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, we also we ordered a lot of things for the table. Which how do you guys feel about that the ordering <laughs> for the table? Cindy, <laughs> you are shouting for the table at the top of your I lungs. Am. I am. For the table. I love food for the table. Because you get uh, more bang for your buck. I mean, I get more bang for their buck. Uh, Yeah, I went to uh, a diner in San Francisco and somebody ordered French toast for the table. The table went wild. (laughs) Like certain things like you're like, can you order soup for the the table? No, no, no. You don't share soups. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, uh, we were at Sushi Samba, and Sydney was, shared her ramen with the table. I was sharing my ramen. I, <laughs> I'm a giver. I'm a giver. She's a giver. That's why you keep getting sick, sis, because somebody <laughs> put their herpes spoon in the in the ramen bowl. You're so rude. Uh, so, yeah, we ordered a few things for the table. I felt like we might have ordered too much. I think what I said to you was, like, for the table is always a good way to squeeze in something else that is not along with the appetizer main course, mm. right. especially if you're out with parents or something. Yes, because like, they're putting oh, their let's get in. the fries for the table, but it's like you just want the fries. Yes. <laughs> Don't a, you love that person <laughs> that 
obviously want something for themselves, but they're like, yeah, for the, for the table. <laughs> yeah, we had that uh, the tomato cucumber salad. Mm-hmm. That was delish. Um, I'm really big on cucumbers and the way people slice them. What does that mean? What huh? I don't like l- when they slice it the long way. I like it when it's this <laughs> when it's a circular. That's so I'm, not the hot dog way, but the hamburger way is what you say. Yes, remember that yeah. hamburger <laughs> fold and hot dog fold. <laughs> Um, I just you get. I feel like you get more flavor of the cucumber. It's the same thing. You realize you get more (laughs) seeds when it's long. (laughs) Also, we had some long slivers of cucumber on one of those salad things. Was was that cucumber or zucchini? Zucchini. That was cucumber zucchini. Same thing. I didn't have any. Second cousins. I didn't want any of that. First cousins. Probably first cousins. (laughs) Uh, So I'm there, and immediately I did ask if we can order lobster for the table, and Dan, you gave me that face like. "Mm, I don't know if we should what go. did you think I meant by the face? I, this is what I got from the face. Yeah. This, this is this was my my logic. Go for it. We haven't even recorded the podcast yet. <laughs> Sydney's like, let me get the most expensive thing here, and Hello, it's man. like, but what if the podcast is not good? Now Dan got explained to his boss mm-hmm. why he spent yeah, money on lobster that we didn't eat. <laughs> when <laughs> when I ordered lobster, Dan was like, "Who child a ghetto?" <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Okay. He's like, what in the check cashing place hell is this? He's like, you ain't got no food at home? Yeah. That's what I started to feel like Dan was getting ready to say to you. When you're like, you get lobster? Dan was like, girl, oh, sis, you got to do better. You're like, wait, are we on a date? Why are you ordering lobster? Are we having sex later? What's going on here? Because I feel like lobster and steak on a date are one of those items that you're like, what we doing later? Well, Sydney, we, what you and Dan doing after this? Market price? <laughs> market price. <laughs> You're like, mm, what are we doing? So what? You think if, if it says market price on the bill, that's like... I mean, oh, it's yeah. real ballsy to be on a date with somebody and you order. You don't the, know the, the price the, and you're like, I want that. <laughs> you don't even ask for the price. You're like, I want the, that. Yeah, what's, the, what's the right way to handle that? Mm-hmm. Am I asking what the market price is? Or does that prove that I'm poor? I feel like typically when you go to a restaurant and there's a market price thing, they'll say, and by the way, our Branzino, our seasonal whatever is $72 today or is $40. Well, see, I think that's rude. So or, the, the price or the more expensive places just won't say shit yeah, because like, you're I, not. What sets the, what's the market, like what sets the price for the day? It's like today the S&P, S&P I mean, really, fell 12%. If, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. On well, days when the stock market is downhill, yeah. <laughs> that's so silly. Branzino's on the rise, so <laughs> Nike also gained three dollars. Right. So, so what sets what's the market price? If it's a certain thing, like if it's I don't know fish, if it's fish of the or it's Branzino and it's market price, then that's however much the Branzino is. But if it's like catch of the day market price, then it'll be. I mean. In the perfect world, the chef is at the market deciding what is the perfect fish for That's him or her to, to serve uh, in the mm-hmm. restaurant. Yeah, yeah, the chef's not at the market. He sent somebody. Yeah. He sent somebody like... No, like, typically in New York, they would have a distributor. So the distributor would come, they'd have a good relationship, and the distributor would say, this is the best we've got today. And then the chef would decide whether or not to buy it mm. and to sell it. Good to know. We are learning so much already. So what restaurants in New York, like, who's getting the delivery first? Mm. Is what I'm asking. Because mm-hmm. TGI Fridays might not get it till <laughs> well, Saturday. TGI Fridays <laughs> isn't competing with the same. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I understand. But no, I no, no. But, I, but it's for real. So like, there are restaurants that are buying the top quality stuff. Right. Uh, it, this matter. I mean, it's it's better. It's it's more fun to look at this with with sushi restaurants in Japan. Boom. Mm. Uh, 
not them two two week old fish places that Dan goes out. <laughs> that Dan takes, goes to age takes tuna. <laughs> yeah. What does it mean when you take a date to an aged tuna place? It's probably not. not you definitely don't want to have sex. She's going to be on the toilet the whole night. <laughs> she, yeah, a, a friend of ours took a girl on a date, and she went to his house and pooped, and then was like, "I have to go home." Yeah, <laughs> she was on a. She was there for she was an the, hour. She was in the bathroom for an hour on the toilet, and she was like, "Yeah, I have to leave." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Dan. You might have to cut that out, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> no, I can't do that. I, remind me to tell you anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no. You can tell us after yeah. you tell us. After this, yeah. <laughs> In Japan, the distributors will all want to work with the fanciest, best chefs. Right. So they will con- they will save their best product for the like three Michelin star chefs. And the people that have dealt with them for a long time, they'll like put something aside and be like, "This tuna is so special. I want this to go to whoever." So it's so all about so. relationships. The Big chefs here will have a relationship with the distributor, and it'll be two of one of two things. It'll be like the distributor will call them and say, "Hey, we have this really special thing. Do you want it?" Or maybe they'll put it aside and like save the best stuff for. Yeah, soon they're gonna say they want it. Okay, so wait, if they if they have them if they put them on the side for the chef, does the chef have to buy them? He's like, "Hey, I I saved it'll this be for like, you." It'll be like like you go to the market, you see some something that you think is amazing. I have to pay. <laughs> You've got yeah. I mean, like distributors are sales salespeople too. Like they want to sell their product, right. but they want the chef to feel like they set something aside that was special for them. Like we never get this. I wanted you to have it. Yeah, but that, being in the service industry, I've learned mm-hmm. that like if you give something for free, that's how you establish a relationship. Distributors will do that too, and then yeah. that's how you get somebody to keep coming back. Now, what's scary is that somebody will assume, oh, it might always be free, or you're like, well, you got me that for free last time. Let me get extra this time. Yeah, I mean, you know, you establish a precedent. Like, you guys are telling me about going on dates to fancy restaurants. Mm-hmm. I mean, my precedent is I'm not bringing my wallet with me. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, the check comes, and it's like, I mean, sometimes I'll, if I'm feeling feisty, you know, I'll pretend to reach for my wallet. But, like, for the most part, like, on a first date and a second date and a third date, I just feel like, you know, you got to give me this food for free. Yeah, and then maybe I'll let you see the side of my butt. Wow, a whisper of my butt. Speaking of side of butt, uh, Dan, <laughs> you ordered something that was like a cold egg dish. What mm, was that called? The tortilla. Yes, that was different. It had a little bit of uh, fish eggs on top. Mm-hmm. It tasted like uh, like a soggy <laughs> cake. That's what you said it did, and and I tasted it, and I was like, ah, I see where you're. It going. wasn't giving me egg vibes. No. It was different. I liked it. I don't know. It worked for me. It was a mayonnaise and eggs. Seems it like was a mayonnaise and eggs, but it wasn't egg salad. It was mayonnaise and eggs. What was that story you, you told on your show about wanting eggs in restaurants that don't serve eggs, and you were pissed because you like, hey, can I get some eggs? Oh yeah, it's like, it's like you know. Listen, I know this is a restaurant that has eggs, but you're like, you won't give me eggs for because it's not with this certain dish. Like I have to, I can only get the egg if I get it with this quiche. It's like. No, I know you have eggs because you're making quiches here. Can I just get a side of eggs? No, it has to be a quiche. It's crazy. (sighs) The story is just, I mean, I think Dan wanted you to make this story better, and I feel like you (laughs) did not make it good. (laughs) Wait, what? Like, uh, Dan, I'm not sure if that's what you expected. No, that's what I was was looking for. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. No, I totally disagree with you, but that's the story I was looking for. Great. Damn. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like just because they have eggs in the freezer or in the fridge, you want them to like make you some scrambled eggs or something? Yeah. 
But, but the eggs are only negative. for the quiche. They only they, they only have quiches there. So they're like, oh, we're only using these eggs. But for you've the worked in the service industry and you would get requests like that and you would not like would you want to do stuff Marie, like that? We didn't have sandwiches there and somehow I was able to bring your ass a sandwich. Yes, but I am different because I'm special, right? <laughs> but like if a customer that you don't like or you don't know or someone just coming in to be difficult and they're like, well, you have eggs and I want scrambled eggs and it's 4 p.m. Like make it happen. Like you gonna make that happen for them? No, you're right. I'm, I'm being difficult. You're right. <laughs> like these are like, like this is real. OK, we don't have to fight anymore. You, you won. You got it. It's not about fi- okay. So we had talked about on our we had somebody that we went to brunch with who got avocado, mm-hmm. and she was like, "I want this sliced, not diced, not cubed, not cubed. or diced." And they kept. How specifically it. did she say it? Oh, she, it was very specific. She said it was it. like, "I I know how you guys do it. I don't want it that way. I specifically want it sliced." She was like, "I know you guys dice it and then mash it." She's like, "I don't want it mashed. I just want it sliced." sliced. Yeah, and it came and it was cubed and she was like oh i'm not eating that she it went like, off and she was like, like let me speak to the manager ch- you're gonna chew on this and she was like let me speak to the man and then the manager came and then she asked the manager for his manager and he's like i am the the highest of the high he's like i am the super manager yeah. and uh, there's <laughs> no one above me tonight and we were holding on to this avocado it had went through like three people this little jar it, of, they just kept passing it they to kept the, passing it like no, no you take it no you take it and it's just like this was too much over some avocado. She's like, I don't understand. He's like, this is how we do it. She's like, I've been coming here for eight years. Like, I know that this is not how you do it. Yeah. I've, I've done, I've asked for it this way before. And the guy was like, well, I've been here since January. And this is how <laughs> we've been doing it. And she was like, that's not eight years, dude. And uh, she's like, you're slicing them back there and then cutting them an extra time. Just don't cut it that second time. I'm and- telling you, she got a BMW and it's, she's doing a lot. It just it felt like it was somebody from where I'm from. I'm just so glad that the avocado isn't brown. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> this is fresh avocado. That's all I want to make sure is the avocado is fresh. You know, just you. bring the whole thing and the knife. I'll cut it myself. I'll cut it myself. Yeah. Speaking of that, the knives that they had here, Dan, can you tell us about these knives, these hundred dollar knives that we used? Yeah, they're they're hundred dollar steak knives. I think someone someone for us wrote about them, I think, actually. And, and we were, were using them wrong. Well, it's down. very Whatever is ingrained in my mind that tells me the what side of the knife actually cuts on, these were playing with that, and yes. it was like the wrong side. It was wrong. Yeah, side. because I think we're used to it being flat on the side that you don't cut, and then angled on the side that does cut, and it was flipped with these knives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The guy was so ready for it. You, he swooped in, but he he came up to you, and he it was like he was waiting in the wing. He was like, I know she ain't going to do it right. Let me come over here. I hey. was struggling with this soggy-ass garlic bread, and he came running over, and he was like, no, 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 you, you, you turn. Yeah, he's like, like, you'll cut yourself. And I was like, damn, I was doing this like four times, like just trying to cut it. But, but a $100 um, knife, I feel like, should cut right away. On either side. On, on either bu- side. The, the handle should cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I should be able to use it as a paperweight. Something. Like, I just, I felt like this is a lot of money for a knife that's pretty bad. This week's episode is brought to you by Betterment. Every week, the Eater Upsell gives you the inside scoop about what's new and next in the food world. Coming up, stay tuned to hear the inside scoop about what drives our spending habits in this advertiser segment brought to you by Betterment. Do you know the emotion most often associated with money? 
Anxiety. <laughs> anxiety, right? We've all felt that. But where does it come from? There's kind of a couple of different components to it. Some of them are really practical and they're valid, right? Like money is the ability to buy things that you need. We have other components of anxiety about money, which are more about just the social and psychological components of it. You can see other people spending money, but not other people saving money. That's Dan Egan. He's the director of behavioral finance and investing with Betterment, an online financial advisor that reduces investment anxieties by helping clients set and meet goals. When you sign up to Betterment, we're going to ask you a lot of questions that are just practically useful. You know, like, are you married? Where do you live? How much money do you make? Because that influences what are the best account types to use? What kind of tax breaks can you use? How much do you need to be saving and over what period of time? According to Egan, the results of this can be summed up in one word. Uh, elation. When you have that sense of accomplishment of having hiked up a very large mountain and gotten to the top and you can see for miles, it really pays off a lot more than you expect and those kind of memories stick with you for longer. Betterment. Outsmart average. Please remember investing involves risk. This has been advertiser content from Betterment. Thanks for that note from Betterment. To learn more about their tools, visit betterment.com slash eater. And my favorite, favorite part of the of the dinner was the dessert. Wow. Oh, yeah. I was freaking blown away. Did you guys order that stuff? Or? No, I just asked for them to send out a couple things for Marie's birthday. That's so nice. Look at you, Dan. Dan, you are. You're, you also reminded me like four times. Damn, Dan, why did you <laughs> throw me under the bus? <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't have known it was her birthday, <laughs> but you could have. I knew. I remembered the first time. <laughs> Podcast over. Hey, Dan, shut uh, the whole Did thing you remember? Down. It's uh, my friend Marie. Have you met Marie? Marie's birthday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> please make sure that they sing and, and do songs and. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Before I met up, I was like, Dan. It's Marie's birthday. Don't forget about it. Yeah, you, yeah. You were like, it, it seems like we've been old friends. I was like, hey, you're fucking reminding me about this. Like we've been old, like we've been old friends. Oh my hey, god! Dan, did you uh, put like, Marie's uh, f- uh, birthday in your phone? <laughs> well, that's important for when you're going to dinner or a if you gathering. turn this on dates again, I'm gonna be so. I'm mad. not turning this on okay. dates. This is just like a gathering. Mm-hmm. The birthday situation is super important because you want to make sure. The waitress knows, listen, I want you to bring this out. I want a little candle. Mm-hmm. I want to make mm-hmm. it special. You know her name? Her name is Marie. I hate when they bring over the cake and then, happy, to the moon. <laughs> happy birthday to you. It's like, who's a man? Who's Because that? they don't all know. They forgot. Some people are not good at remembering names. But if I told you the name, the mm. cake says the name. The na- oh, you the talk about like you bring the cake. The cake from says May. What did you say when I told you there was pepper in the in the donut thing? Oh, I was like, oh man, these white people really just know nah, how to. That's not what you said. What you did said, I, say? I hate white people and the way that they ruin these desserts. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, did I say that? I you said, said you this hate is white some people. Caucasian shit. I, yeah, I did. You did putting say that. pepper on things that are supposed to be sweet. That's honestly weird. the caucasity of it all because it came out and I was like, is this a sesame bagel with olives? It, in it? looked like a bagel with olives. It was nuts. I was like, oh, this is not my. She My was style like, it's at a all. Flaky croissant style, and then it was like it, it was. It, it was, was like good. a pistachio mousse. Yeah, uh, it was. I'm surprised that I liked it because pistachio was, ice cream is one of them things that I'm like I'm never checking for that. Like, but I like not, pistachios. I like it works. 
I'm trying to zipping. I'm trying to zip my pants up, and it's not helping. But I ate. I ate a lot of that dessert. (laughs) I did. It was so freaking good. I was really blown away by each bite. I was like, "Wow, it tastes like a lot of salt." I didn't really taste the pepper. I don't know where you get. It tasted like salt. I also asked the guy if there was pepper, and he was like, "Yeah, maybe, yeah." (laughs) <laughs> he was just trying to be nice yeah I don't know yeah, yeah maybe and then what was the other dessert it was like a burnt creme brulee thing or something yeah it looked like Donald Trump's hair Donald Trump, it was like it was a swoop bang <laughs> it was delicious as well it, it was, was also it delicious. had something that like chocolate a little bit of vanilla. I'm mm-hmm. probably getting that wrong, but it was It's really... fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah, because they didn't tell us like what's it called oh. or anything like that. I mean, they told us what was in it. They were just like, <laughs> we literally were not listening. <laughs> they were like, no, no, no. They told us what was in it, but they were like, this is on the house. So it was like, okay, well, thank you. That's all you how need much, to know. How much do you want to know about your dish when the waiter drops it at the table? Mm, I'm not... I want to know about it before, before I order it. Because yeah. a lot of times, like, it'll be like, and the way that they describe things on the menu, you're like, oh, well, what is that? Like, it'll be like uh, an aged cheddar and a gruyere with sliced Brazilian jalapenos on a brioche bun. And you're like, is that a grilled cheese? Yes, yeah, a grilled like cheese. Like, you ju- like just say it's, it's a, a grilled, grilled cheese. cheese. But they don't want to say that because grilled cheese sounds too common. Right. And it's like, why would you pay $23 for a grilled cheese? Right. But the best part is when they have specials. When they have specials and they're just running those damn specials by you and they're not, not stopping. They're like, da da because they memorized it in that way. And then you stop them and they're like, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. What is a... And they're like, oh, wait, now I have to start all over with the the specials? They hate you. They got to start from the beginning. Yeah. Because that's how they memorized it. Mm -hmm. They're like, okay, um, well, I can't... Okay. Because you know how some people can't... Like, can you do the alphabet? Like, can you start the alphabet at N? Like, start singing the song from N. No. You got to start from yeah. L, at least. Yes. Right? L is a good one. L, L is a great L one. L and L. P. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but can you start at P? No. I P, do. I think, I mean, it doesn't matter, but I see your point. You're right. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I feel like that's how these specials. So you're saying, like, if 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 there's five or something specials, and then they you're like, hold them. on, what was the fifth one? They have to go through <laughs> yeah, all yeah, of them again. Do. <laughs> that's what they do. I swear to you, they go back and they're like, well, let me start from the top. <laughs> Okay, well, first. that should be a that should be a sketch. That should be that would be a great sketch. Just showing you how <laughs> what annoying was the specials last are. ingredient of the last, last special. And you're like, LMNOP. and and then they tell you that, and you're like, actually, can you tell me the the third one too? What's the third thing that you said about the third thing? And they're like, oh my god, you said something about a spaghetti. What's that? Yeah, I'm telling you, I feel that's how I feel like they memorize these things. Our waitress is great. She was. She had a, a dark lip on. Mm-hmm. She was giving me a Kat Von D vibe. Yeah, she was. She's... She looked like she had like several sleeve tattoos mm-hmm. underneath her sleeves. She was excited to see us. Um... Until she wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, asked about the virgin cocktails, mm-hmm. which are also mocktails, which are also spiritless. Spirit, spiritless or spirit free. Spirit free, mm, yeah. Mm, I don't know. About my religion, that don't sound right. My Christianity, I don't want a spiritless drink. Right. The way that my my Christianity <laughs> is set up, uh, I need my drink to have a soul. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, like a clean soul. You know yeah. what I mean? That yeah. repented or something. 
Anyway, uh, she really liked Sydney, and then she didn't like Sydney because <laughs> I was asking too many for too many. You think things. she didn't like you? No, no, no. She liked me, but it's like after one mocktail, it's like okay, you're you're wilding out. You're using up all these juices and ginger for something that doesn't have any alcohol in it. Uh, we need this for our alcoholic drinks. How about that? What has it been like ordering mocktails in the city? Um, it's overpriced. People look at you crazy. Like, all right, I hope you're ready to know. Like, you're going to pay $10 for this because nobody wants to muddle. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like as a bartender, that's the most annoying part of your job is muddling leaves and mint and sugar cane and whatever. And then you tell me that I'm not putting no rum in this? No. Oh, no. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put some rum in it. And, <laughs> and this is what bartenders do. If they really don't want to make the drink again, they'll make it not that good. So when you taste it, you're like, okay, I'll drink. They'll make it good enough to drink one, but not good, not great where you'll order another one. Or, like, I don't know, it gets busy behind the bar. A different bartender might have made it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. like when I was bartending, it was like, well, I don't remember what I did. So <laughs> you won't get this, this, this remix that I just concocted. I don't think she was that annoyed, but I think what was annoying her was you ordering mocktails was reminding her that we weren't ordering real drinks. Ah, that's right. You guys weren't drinking. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was we doing had it the, up. We hit the first round and she was like, oh, this is, is going to be four rounds. These yeah. She's like, look at these idiots. Yeah, and as a waitress, <laughs> I do remember like, okay, well, I'm calculating oh, well, if they get another round, this is how much money. And then you're like, wait a minute. You're only going to do one? Oh, we were sipping real slow. Danny and I were like, well, you have to do the podcast. You can't be wasted. <laughs> Yeah, I hit to hit the record button. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to the liquor store right after this and get some more wine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have wine and eater? We've got yeah, we've got some stuff kicking around yeah, here. Yeah, we always wine. it's always like from an event. You know? Yeah, what's in this? What's in the teak? The, the teak crib. <laughs> the teak vignette? I was gonna say crescendo, but I feel like it's the credenza. <laughs> oh, the teak costanza. <laughs> what's in that? The teak I don't think there's anything in there. No, I looked. Because I was like, what can I take? Uh, there was nothing. <laughs> they knew we were coming. They were like, we, let's stand. What was the last place that you went to that was like a really, really good dinner? Hmm. Shout out to Eater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put me on the spot. I don't know. I can't think of it right now. You can't. What about you, Marie? No, no, no. Sydney, what about you? You need to give me and Dan time to think about this. Yeah. Did Tell you... us what your best yeah. experience has been. Well, I'll be honest. Uh, it was last night. It was, yeah. it was, it's tonight. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get out much. Um, I used to go to a lot of restaurants because I was in um, a different relationship where the guy was using his corporate card all the time. So I was like, <laughs> let's go. Let's just do it. Let's just write these things off. So I was going to numerous restaurants around uh, in New York City and Brooklyn. And I haven't gone out that much so the last great dinner I had was actually sushi samba <laughs> in Vegas the waiter sushi samba yeah. in Vegas wow. the, the waiter was just like he, he was bipolar because there's one minute where he turns it up where you're like he's very rough and like well if you want this 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 yeah, he's, he was like a gym coach yeah and then he was like okay honey bye like, yeah yeah because Mateo our friend came to meet us for dinner and he was like is he gay and at first, I was like, there's no way. No way. He's been yelling he was at us like the whole a, time. A coach in a locker room. And then he was like, Give me the order. What's, what's he saying? 
He was like, actually, the way that you really want to eat this, you got to eat this and then this, and then you put a little bit of ginger on it. And it was mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, this Italian dude is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very rough, very, like, aggressive. And then I asked for a mocktail, and he's like, well, that's lychee milk, and there will be a passion fruit flower on top of it. Mm-hmm. He was like, more. Mm-hmm. But he kept coming back, and it was like a different, was it the same waiter every time? It was the same waiter. He was like, it's actually my favorite. I think you should get a girl. <laughs> he was like, sis, if you like shrimp, you will love, love this. Yeah. That's we were exactly like, how he was. We were like, why? <laughs> yeah, so I, I just love walking into a place and feeling welcome from the hostess to the waiter to the bussers. It's just, it makes the experience better. Oh, I can, I remember the last time I had uh like from beginning to end, I had a good experience. I went to this, I was in Koreatown last week and went to um, this restaurant that was like above, like you had to get into a building and go on the elevator and it was like, it didn't feel like there should be a restaurant in this building. Were you on a and date? And we were the only non-Korean, not non-Korean people, non-Asian people in this restaurant. So we were like, oh, the food's going to be lit. Jungro? Uh, no, so, Saju something. Know. Okay. I don't know. Anyway. Sounds like a date. It was good. I mean, just know that the food was great, sis. It was a day. And uh, <laughs> things were on fire, and uh, the fried chicken was good. Oh, my God. And the tables were really tiny, though. I love, so like, a sizzling food. plate. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love a sizzling plate. Cast iron skillet, sis. Yeah, it's, I love a plate that comes out that makes me want to grab my hair, like, oh, my God, I want to be on fire. But I'm also <laughs> like, wow, I like fire. You love a plate where they, like, they drop it, and they're like, careful, it's hot. And you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, I can see it. Mm-hmm. Do you touch it. the plate? I always touch the plate. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Because you got insurance. rebel. Because I got insurance. <laughs> you got insurance here. You're just like, whoop. <laughs> you like playing with fire, huh? You like living on the edge? I like touching hot plates. Ah, yeah. that's hot. I also that... used to work in a kitchen, so, you know, my hands. Oh, so you you have calluses on your fingers, huh? I do. You want to see? Oh, no, your feet, your hands are, like, nah, soft. you have a, a, a wrist, a, aristocrat hands. <laughs> those are really, those, these are so I soft, I've calluses from the gym. No. From the where? There is no, <laughs> I don't feel any gym energy from you at yeah, all, Dan. Yeah, let me see, Dan, let me see. I'll tell you, I'll be honest. Yeah, no, uh, okay, there's one. It's one right there. The calluses are, like, they're inside of your hand, but they're not on your fingertips. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Right there Should've, from, you should see me in from the like bars three years ago. What you doing at the gym? What you uh, what you working on? What body parts? Um, yeah, I try to do I try to do like the zombie apocalypse workout, which is just like shoulders, jumps and pulls and things like that. Things that I might need, you know, to that on jumps. It doesn't pulls. make me Sounds feel like, like you're, you're not getting any strength. strength yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, just it like, feels like you're doing assimilation of working out. I, I, I out a, f- a fair amount, so I'm just like, I, my metabolism is not great, so I try to level it off with working hard. With and jumps and yeah. pulls. With jumps and pulls. <laughs> you can literally just run. You, you, right. Running where? will help. Where? You, I don't know. There's <laughs> tons of white women running around New York City. Follow them. Yeah. <laughs> or don't no, follow just them. Just follow them? Follow them. Run adjacent <laughs> to them. Okay. I will say we order too much. We definitely order too much, and my stomach is so, like... I can I had to unzip my pants and that's what happens at dinner you you order for the table and you don't realize that you're not you're ordering too much. Would I go back to this place? Absolutely. I would uh, go back. What do you think makes when you go to a restaurant like that that just feels good in terms of the ambience? Like what do you what do you think contributes to that? Is it all like everything music, lighting, I think comfort? It's, I mean I don't think that they Because they do a great job had, there. Like you feel cool mm-hmm. and you don't really notice the other people around and like no uh, one's because the tables aren't super close together. No. One. Because I've gone to places to eat where like 
it's like the banquette and it's like the t- there's like an inch of space you got to pull the tables away you're not knocking people's glasses down when your butt when you're trying to like leave the table i hate that right so the tables weren't too close together and then i just feel like it the lighting was good the mm-hmm. music i don't even remember there, there were being no music i just heard i heard conversations i couldn't hear specifically what was going on in the conversation but people were talking. I mm-hmm. just think it like when a place doesn't take itself too serious. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like a like a like a bougie place. It wasn't like, you know, Basquiat on the walls. It just was like a there were mirrors and some circle Gotham City tables. They didn't tell me to stop taking pictures when I was having yeah, my flashlight. Yeah, you rocked the full flash. You, yeah, like, I was yes, pretty that, obnoxious about it and they should have come over and be like, "Hi, uh there's uh, rich people here, can you please stop flashing your 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 iPhone four? <laughs> yeah, like a young Japanese girl. Mm-hmm. Sydney was like, oh, I got. And then she started shooting video with a flash. I did. And I, I was like, like, that's if, almost more okay. Really? You think that's more okay? Then she, I needed content for you guys. For who? <laughs> for, for Eater? Yeah. I don't think Eater needs any more. Content. <laughs> I was trying to give them You fun. work here. <laughs> you never know. You never know if you get on the roster. You never know. Do you guys Instagram? Do you Instagram food? Uh, I usually don't. I'm not a foodie, and as I said before, I'm not going to these restaurants that have these nice uh, plates or put together the situation. So I'm I'm never taking pictures of food. So what is was the video for? <laughs> well, this video I wanted to stunt on the gram. Like we had a lot of plates, <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of plates of different dishes that looked like well done. Yeah, not well done in temperature, but just it. It yes, looked good together. We, we got it. Okay. Well Sorry. done. <laughs> done well. <laughs> done well. That's what I meant. Overcooked? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know the the uh, superstition. Mm-hmm. I mean, the uh, the belief that black folks like their steak well done. So We do. Um, I have moved on from that. That's I'm called definitely a, a breakthrough. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely, when I order my burger, I want it medium. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know that was a... I, Dan, don't, like, you're, I don't like blood on my plate. Me neither. Dan. So how are you ordering your burgers? Like medium. Yeah. Burger, I don't care. Uh, steak, I actually don't like. Don't like rare. Oh, yeah, I had a friend. I He was like, oh, we're, we're splitting. Because we, we went to Mineta Tavern together. And he was like, well, I like my <laughs> steak uh, like medium rare or something. And he I wanted like, his steak like, yeah, to still be breathing. It was I like, said, yeah, we, that's not what we do it. That's, we got to cook it more than that. And he was like, well, I don't want. He's like, we're not getting well done. We're not getting medium well. How often do you go to Minette's Tavern? I just went that one time yeah. with this one. But it man. sounded like she's always there. Like they, it's like her cheers. Marie, can we prepare your bone marrow? Marie, yeah. Yeah. it did for like. No, that, we just went there one time. But I just, I don't like, like, like if That's the, the steak sound of is, the steak. yeah, <laughs> it's the chest is rising. It's, the steak also sounds like the the oysters. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was- Did we learn anything today? Mm. I feel like we learned that Dan is fun to date. Ladies, if you're listening to this podcast right now. <laughs> no, come on. Definitely- the last three episodes, I've, my dating life has come up in some way. This is, this is, this is, but, I, but this is me having never met you before today. Yeah, true. It's saying I feel like Dan is somebody that like is fun on dates. Yeah, but he doesn't follow directions because I was like, look cute, Dan. Look wow. cute. And, and then he you- came in. I was like, did you go running today? <laughs> I came from the gym. <laughs> he, came he came from the, from the gym. gym. But I he just, changed. I just this. steamed though. I just went in the steam room. That's right. Okay, so all you do at the gym, no, not Dan, all, no. is jump and pull <laughs> and steam. Okay, that's all you do. You at haven't the heard gym. of the jump pull steam workout? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> 
Dan. Dan, you sound crazy and you look crazy. <laughs> How tall are you? I don't know. Dan six is tall. Six two? Dan is, tall. is taller than what I expected. Thank I expected you. Dan to be a cool 5'4". Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> when he walked up, I was on the step above him. And she was like, I so was I right. Thought we were the, I was like, look at this little shrimpy man. She like dropped her glass. I walked up and she like, Tilt, like, I looked at him. I gave him a once over. I said, "Oh, okay. she'll be like, those, she's like, those we'll, the we'll, shoes we threw on." We'll talk when Sid gets here. <laughs> but, but Dan, it was crazy because I I pulled up and I saw you and I was like, "You should change your Gmail photo." I feel like you look so much better in person. What's your Gmail photo? I don't know. It looks crazy. Really? Oh, it looks yeah. Crazy? Dan, I expected you to look like Boy Meets World when I got here. Yeah, you know? a little I thought bit. You're gonna look like uh, a little bit. Look Fred at your Gmail. Savage. Look at, look at your Gmail photo. It's, it's probably silly, so. It's a silly photo. It's probably yeah, so old. It it's so old that you like not even think about it. <laughs> but you don't know. Like some people judge mm-hmm. the, the pick for a Gmail. Yeah, but who's like trying to talk? You to gotta zoom all the way in. Like, yeah. come on, dude. Like, you know what I look like. That's like, oh, I judged you. Uh, like Uber drivers judging you based on your Uber photo. Also, we I, don't even I, realize that we have a photo on that. Do y'all? Oh, know? I do. I have a good photo. <laughs> But how are you, are you updating that regularly? Like, no. mine has been my photo since I joined Uber. Mm-hmm. Are you, uh, you have a show tonight? I do. What do you eat? Like, what's your comedy food routine? Oh, man, you don't want to know. Wings. Wings? <laughs> yeah, I love me some wings. Like, with Barbecue so- wings. Sauce? Oh, yeah. But, but I after, will, but I after, I will right? do a dry, dry wing as well. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> just like a dry rub. Um, but usually waffles. I usually go to a diner, diner food. Mm-hmm. It's always so easy. It's always open late. You just said too. wings or either one? Either one. They'll have wings at the diner too sometimes. If you're going to the right diner. Why are you shaking your hammering? Is the question what am I eating before show or after? Because Sydney, I don't think you eat all of that before a show. No, no, no. This is like, bef- this is after. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's got to be somebody like, hey guys, you want to go to the diner? And I'm like, yeah, you been? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, you been for this? <laughs> Well, that's kind of a thing, like, with comics is, like, after you have a good show, you just want to sit and eat and roast each other at a diner mm-hmm. for, like, several hours. Have a good time. But if you have a bad show, you, you run out real quick. I'm going straight home. You're like, oh, I got, actually got to be up in the morning. I got I got an audition. Like, that's when... I'm not speaking to anybody. I'm going straight to the back. My shit is already <laughs> ready. The car already... The car's outside. I've already got my car from the stage. I was already like, all <laughs> right, well, <laughs> put my ad- address in right now. How many minutes, more minutes I got, too? Okay. Yeah, yeah it's, just, it's a cool way to decompress. And, like, nine out of ten of my friends now are comics, you know? So, like, that's who I hang out with, and that's what you want to do. You want to talk, and you want to eat, and you want to feel good about not bombing on stage. Yeah. It's but great. before I get on stage, I usually don't eat anything crazy. No, no, no. It's better. It's better to be on an empty stomach. You know what I'm saying? Empty is not the word that I would use. But I would know. say empty. <laughs> <laughs> I am empty, and so is my stomach. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Now you're full. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having us. Dan, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Eater Upsell and our special comedians in restaurants eating food episode. Uh, if you want to hear more from Sid and Marie, I have all of their links to everything in the podcast description, their Instagram, and a link out to their show. So follow them and listen to them and check back next week. I'm not sure what we're going to do, but it's going to be we'll great. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> it also could be nothing. Or nothing. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Smartwater. Not satisfied being like other brands, Smartwater looked up at the clouds and said, I wonder if we can one-up Mother Nature for pure, crisper water. And guess what? They did. 
This is the kind of water that regular water gets jealous of. It's the water that refreshes like no other brand. Try it. Smart water. Vapor distilled for purity. Electrolytes for taste. A reminder to our listeners, if you're looking for another podcast to listen to after this one, we recommend Today Explained. Uh, They publish every weekday, so you don't have to wait a full week like you do for the upsell. You can really just get that podcast fix right away. Or longer. Or or longer. (laughs) Every day you got your Today Explained. I listen to it every day on my way home from work. I listen to it also most days. Ooh. Yeah. Not every day. I don't do everything. I don't do anything you every can't. day. Sometimes you have other things to do. They cover all kinds of topics, sometimes super, super newsy, sometimes a little more offbeat or featurey. Um, highly, highly recommend. 